0: Um, we're gonna do some, whole, some skits here today, so um, be be prepared to uh, enjoy some skits. This is um, Matt, who will be an interested unbeliever today. Okay, so just anything that you think of Matt previous, up until now, just forget he's an interested unbeliever. Poor soul. Um, and we have he's sitting right here. He's in the sub. Okay, and uh,
1: smoking.
0: Okay, let's no so, go down the campus. I'm on. So, uh, enter Deontay, who you know to be Deontay, and we're going to share a little bit with Matt.
2: <clears throat> and try to be serious with this, guys. <laughs> this, is, this is something that's serious. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Hey, my name's Deontay. What's your name, buddy? Matt. Okay, Matt. uh, I'm a student here at MSU and something I enjoy coming around doing is uh, sharing my faith and I like to just have genuine and uh, non-confrontational discussions with people about uh, their religious background and spiritual beliefs. Matt, do you have any religious backgrounds or spiritual beliefs? Yeah, you
3: know, actually I've been looking into that lately. I've been looking at different religions and stuff and just trying to figure out
2: what's true. Right on. Matt, do you mind if I share what I believe to be true? Yeah, I'm not sure I'll necessarily believe it, but yeah, I'd love to hear it. Okay, Matt, I'm, I'm a Christian, um, and uh, I believe the Bible to be the very words of God, Matt. And uh, what I like to do is I like to, I want to hand you this track, Matt, that I got here, and it, and it helps me sort of go through what I want to talk about with people when I want to share my faith. And these are all scripture, so this is all out of the Bible. And where I like to start when I talk with people about God is... I like to sh- share with people who God is. And we see here that, one, God is creator. I like to start there. In Genesis 1.1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. So everything we see around us, Matt, God created. But not only did he create the skies and the mountains, he also created you and me. Matt, would you deny you've been created? Mm, I mean, what, you know, I guess there's some
3: questions I have about evolution and whatnot. So I could maybe see that. I don't know.
2: Yeah, and Matt, and what I want to tell you today is that you have been created. Um, God's created you, me, and everyone else. He spoke the world into existence. And because God is creator, that in, el- immediately eliminates something. That's our, self, our self-autonomy, sort of that mindset that, we're, that we govern ourselves. But God is creator, and he's in control. And God has the right to tell us as creator what's right and what's wrong. And what he's given us, Matt, is he's given us a law. He's laid out for us what's right and what's wrong. Matt, have you ever heard of the Ten Commandments?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard of those. People always make fun
2: of them and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of times people do make fun of them, uh, Matt. And um, you see them in movies and they're sort of made fun of. But those are the very words of God and they're true and Matt, so I want to take you through the Ten Commandments if you don't mind me doing that. All right, sure. Have you ever lied?
3: Well, yeah. Hasn't everyone?
2: <laughs> it, exactly, yes. Everyone has lied. Um, have you ever committed adultery? And what Jesus says committing adultery is just looking at someone and imagining you imagining in your mind you doing something to someone that isn't right to do. Matt, you know what I mean. Mm, yeah. Have you ever committed <laughs> adultery, Matt? Many times. Right on. And thanks for your honesty, Matt. Mm. Um, and with what the Bible also says is in James 2, the laws is all one in Galatians 3.10. And if you stumbled at one area of the law, this law that God has given, if you started, st- stumbled at one area of the law, you've broken all of it. And so we have this holy God, this God who is our creator, and he's given us this law to live by. And we we've rebelled against that. That's what sin is. It's rebellion. And we've rebelled against that. And also what the Bible says here, man, if you look at here, Deuteronomy 32, four, it says he's just. So God has given us a law as creator and rules to live by. And and we've rebelled against that. Now, Matt, I want to give you an example. Say your parents and I don't mean to be disrespectful by any means. Say your parents were murdered and the murderer appeared in court. And the judge is sitting before them, and and he comes in and he says, "Hey, judge, I know I murdered. I know, I know, I know I murdered his parents, but I look at all the good I've done. Look at all the good I've done in life. I know I did this. I know I murdered." And the judge says, "Huh, you're right. I do see the good you did. I know you murdered. I see the good you did. I'm I'm just gonna let it go. So you can go ahead." Would that judge be just? No, but so what you're saying is, is it are even. We can't do anything good, or, or what are you saying here? Yes, and that's the, that's my exact point, is that you can't do anything good. What about all the good I've done? What, I mean, what about the good things I've done, and, and if i just try to be a really good person? And Matt, that's a great that's a great point. What I'm trying to do it in this example is bring you that you've broken the law, but at the same time, you can't just bring it up to say that you've done all these good things and just neglect that you've still broken the law. So going back to that example, if that if that judge was just... Though someone broke the law, right? He broke the law, and he he did all the good things in his life. If he's just, what would that judge do? Well, I guess he'd have to punish it. Exactly, man. And for the same for me and you and everyone else who sinned, that God has set forth the law. We've rebelled against it, and he's just. The Bible says, just and upright." (laughs) And God must, he must give us what, what we deserve.
0: Okay, cut. Nice. All right. So that was just a kind of an example, guys. We're just kind of getting into these skits, and obviously he has more to explain. But we just kind of wanted to give an example of what it would look like to maybe get into a conversation, start a conversation, maybe how you would take it. And so Deontay was kind of giving, it, giving us that first example with Matt. Um, and so yeah, we just wanted to open it up. What do you guys think? What, where could he have gone after this? Or what would you have maybe done differently? Or what did you notice about how he started that conversation?
4: <laughs> um, I definitely think starting with the character of God, because man, they don't see their sinfulness unless mm-hmm. you see who God is first. So right. I think that's obviously a great place to start.
0: Using the Ten Commandments. Yeah,
4: and stating your intentions yeah. right at the beginning of the conversation. Because mm-hmm. I have to find myself. I'll be like, Hey, can I talk with you? Don't know this person, and then it gets to this awkward point where it's like, What are we talking about? You know. Mm-hmm. So stating right. your intentions at the beginning. Like, hey, I am a student from MSU, and I came to share my faith, and, like, would you be willing to talk with me? Because I think that's often an area I neglect. I don't state the intentions at the beginning. and just kind of like, hey, can we talk? And then it's just left at this awkward point of where is this going? So can you guys relate
3: to that? That's often the hardest part. There's many forms of evangelism. This is just one form in a cold turkey, I guess you could say, you know, type of setting. But often the, the difficulty is... How am I going to start? Once I start, I can I can do this or whatever. What did you notice about the way Deontay began the conversation? Jen pointed out a, a few things. What else, though? Because I really liked how he went about that. Yeah. He asked
0: you like what you believed about or like what you thought about faith.
3: Sure. Yeah. Good. Yep. What else? He started off calm and you know wasn't like he was coming into it aggressively or anything. He was yeah. conversational and. And, yeah, like Jen said, said what he was going to talk about. It wasn't like you had to sit there and wonder about it. One of the things I appreciated about his approach was he he used two words that really stood out to me. Genuine. He said, I want to have a genuine conversation in a non-confrontational way. Because people a lot of times already have a a perspective of Christians that they're going to come slap you with the Bible and tell you you're going to hell. Right? But he approached it in a way, hey, man, this is what I'm doing. Uh, Would you mind if we talked for a little bit? And interestingly, guys, just yesterday, Andrew and I went up, and I had a chance to do this exact thing with someone in the sub, just one-on-one. I said, hey, do you have five minutes? We were talking a little bit. Do you have five minutes where I could explain to you what the gospel is? He said, actually, I have ten. He was like, whoa,
1: okay. <laughs> one
2: per commandment, right?
0: <laughs>
3: okay, we got about one minute, but yeah, Michelle. So just
0: something- about like, so Deontay, obviously you were the one in the skit, but like when you're thinking about who you're going to talk to, there's a sub full of people. How do you go about thinking about okay, this is who I'm going to choose to talk to? Yeah. Uh, go
2: ahead. Yeah, I mean, that, that'll come out as you w- once you ask them or you intro and say hey, I, I want to talk to you about your spiritual beliefs or religious background. Do you have any spiritual beliefs or religious background? I mean a lot of times you can gauge that from their answer to that question. Um, sometimes you might deal with the you know post which we'll see in a little bit or you might deal with the person who grew up in church and is sort of not practicing if you will and we'll also see that and so I mean you sort of gauge that as you get into the conversation with them. and that's the point you want to see where they're at uh, are you dealing with somebody who sort of you know um thinks everything's true you know sort of the what do you call it Rel- relative relative yeah, universalist, rela- you know, relativism. Yeah. yeah, relativism. So, yeah. I mean, you gauge that as you're conversing with them, and, and then you know where to go from there. You know what I'm saying? It, another answer to that question in terms of
3: who to initially sit down with, I'm looking for someone who's by themselves if I'm by myself. If you got two, you could go to a table of one or two or three. But when I'm by myself, I'm looking for a single person mm-hmm. who's not furiously doing homework. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times there's dudes just sitting there on their iPhone. There's dudes just sitting there eating. There's dudes just sitting there doing something. And again, this is one form of evangelism. Another form is, you know, meet someone across Cross Life and hey, would you want to get together and do a Bible study? Another form is just people at work just engaging, but we're just showing one example. Uh, okay. We better gate? move to next gate. Yep. So. Yeah. Okay, so I better give you an intro. Uh, these guys are in a class. Um... Uh, Class is going to be dismissed. They're going to work on a group project together. Sarah, Callie, and Trina all have some form of religious background uh, but are not into that sort of thing anymore they're in college. Andrew is Andrew.
1: Just woke up. Just woke up. In college, he's a believer. Ready? Go. Sweet, guys. So, like, when
3: should we get together and work on this project? Well, like, Thursday night's free for me
0: because we've got that thing on Friday. So, do you think that's 7? Yeah, that's
1: perfect. Yeah, yeah can we do it maybe another day? I've got a Cross Life, uh, the, a college ministry studying the person of Jesus Christ. So I, don't, I won't be able to meet on Thursday. What is that? Well, what is Cross Life? Yeah. Yeah, Cross I've Life. We're, we're, I mean, we're just a, yeah, it's, it's, if you're similar <laughs> with crew or, I mean, it's a, it's a college age ministry out of grace and we're studying the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. So we really focus in on studying who is Jesus Christ, study the Bible, what God says. Yeah. interesting. Do you guys have any uh, background at all uh, Growing up in the church Any religious uh, bends Or thoughts now that you're in college
0: Well yeah I guess My parents were like super strong Mormons So they just kind of forced me into that So now that I'm in college though It's just like whatever Kind of want to do my own thing you know
1: sure.
4: sure, My parents took me to Catholic church My whole childhood But I don't want
0: to go to that boring stuff anymore I mean, like, I kind of grew up Christian, I guess you could probably say, but my parents got a divorce when I was little, and I just, there's a lot of hypocrisy, I feel like, in religion, and I mean, I'm just here at college because I want to have fun, like, I just want to find out who I am, really, like, this is the time to find out who I am, and, like, I feel like religion is
1: just, I can kind of find that later in life if I'm really interested in it then, but not now. Sure, yeah, I, think I can sympathize with you. Before I came to know Jesus Christ, I really, like you guys said, I mean, why would I want to go and listen to the Bible or go to church at all if I don't really care about the Bible or or care about uh, Jesus or any of that. And there's a bunch of people, you, you mentioned hypocrisy. Yeah, I see a bunch of people that say one thing and yet they live just like everybody else here. And this fun that you're talking about is so interesting because uh, before I loved partying and I loved uh, going out and seeking things for my own self and, and what, enjoy, what I enjoy. And yet Jesus talks in John 3 about the new birth. He tells Nicodemus, You must be born again. And so it's just, it makes so much sense to me that I can, or or that what Jesus is saying is that you need a new nature. You need something that you actually love the Bible. You actually love God. And that's what he's talking about.
0: Hey, I've got to
1: go. I've got class later. Hey, Hey, see you Friday. 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 Okay,
0: sweet. Sweet.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, what would you guys say would be the message of uh, Christianity or the gospel? I mean, I just said. We study about Jesus, and I was saying that we're going through a thing in the gospel. Um, what would your thoughts be on that, or what would your answer be? What's the message from what you guys have learned about, like, what, what Yeah, the what is the gospel? This good news. Gospel means good news. So what's the significance of any of that? Mm-hmm.
4: What I've learned is just read your Bible, do the right things, you know, live a moral life,
0: and get baptized. I was baptized as a baby. About Jesus yeah about Jesus dying on the cross like that's pretty much what I would say no it to me but that's about it like
1: sure I mean yeah, what I have uh, I mean maybe we can meet up and talk about this more but would you guys want to learn more about really what the message is we're studying that across life uh, and we're also I'm willing to to walk through those things good good I mean, Sarah oh, she was just about there man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to stand up
3: observations questions comments I thought it was excellent when you engage in conversation you just be like oh I got something Thursday you sorry can't come it's like I got cross life which kind of engages him to be like oh what's cross life well, let me explain it to you and then just as
2: um, humble, genuineness as he's mm-hmm. speaking to these guys, and he's like, "Yeah, the partying thing, I get it. I can sympathize with you." Mm-hmm. You know, he lowers himself to not saying, "I have the Bible; it's right. Whatever you're going say is wrong." You know, he's just humbled himself, and yeah. that's a huge
3: thing in evangelism: humility. You bet. Yeah. Good, Andy. Phil. Oh no, I was just gonna actually second that specifically. Like any time you're talking to somebody, it's 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 actually. Just such a great opportunity just to share, like, what you're doing. You know, if you're just talking to friends, even though, hey, I'm going to Cross Life tonight, just, just, just plug it. And eventually, if they keep hearing it over and over and over again, yeah. they'll end up coming to it. Yeah, these two being thankful to use mm-hmm. so, those. Another opportunity where this comes up, guys, is uh, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Or hey, what are your weekend plans, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do this, this, oh, I'm going to go to church. Right? And at least you're giving the potential to enter into a spiritual conversation. And that's what Andrew did. What else? Yeah. Yeah, I just
1: I, I thought the uh, intentionality was good with him going and explaining what cross life is because I know I've done that before. Like, hey, I'm going to go with this thing called cross life. Yeah. And most of the time, people won't ask you what that is. Usually, yeah. they, they're yeah. cross or something. Mm-hmm. like, oh, look at this. That's... <laughs> I, I'm not going to ask more about that. But keep going more into it and, like, you know. This is what it's about. Yeah. Especially, yeah. I thought that was good. Especially when he says cross life where we're studying Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something yep.
2: you don't really tag on there most of the time, so
3: yeah. it'd be easy to say, oh yeah, I go to a church group or something. But yeah, uh, good job Just attention.
2: one 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 note here is that that's a natural conversation, which most of you guys as students are going to be in natural conversations like that, talking about studying. And to be able to take something like that and to be able to use it as an opportunity to share your faith. You know how he said cross life or a college age and he, and right there when he said a college age minister or a study in Jesus Christ, he used that as, as sort of an intro to be like hey, what do you guys believe? So it's not as like, a lot of times what people struggle with in evangelism is it, it's just like so forced but as he's having a genuine conversation with them, he says, what do you guys thoughts about that? I mean he didn't, you know, it wasn't like a forceful type of saying you know what I'm saying? It was just a Amongst a ge- in a genuine conversation, so. Yeah. And
0: like Trina left, like and that's not uncommon. Like mm-hmm. you might have somebody walk away, <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, we stayed. Obviously, this is staged, but like you know, <laughs> you don't be discouraged if you have somebody walk away. Like Matt just experienced that I think yeah. last week or something. So. <laughs> yeah.
3: I oh, Something funny happened yesterday, but I'll tell you later. Um, <laughs> All
0: right. Next okay. Year. Yep.
3: Next. Year. Okay. okay.
1: Okay. Exactly. Okay.
0: So skit <laughs> number three, last skit, you guys. Deontay is what we would call a postmodern mindset unbeliever. He believes in like it would be like relative truth. So truth is is relative. It's whatever I say it is. Um, so they'll flesh this out a little bit more. Matt is Matt. They're in the sub, and Matt's gonna go.
3: To yeah. Hey brother, what's up? You mind if I sit for a minute? Hey yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hey, My name's Matt. Deontay, nice to meet you. What you studying? Oh I'm an engineer. Okay. Yeah, yeah cool. What what kind? Uh E, electrical engineering, okay. yeah. Right on, I just graduated in civil engineering. Yeah. right yeah, so, uh, Cool, man. What you working on, Teddy night homework? Uh, yeah, a so little bit of that, man, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Deontay, my name is Matt, like I said, and I'm up here from a local church. I'm just kind of going around and, and getting a feel for where people are at spiritually. i um, talking about God and things of, of the afterlife. Uh, do you have any sort of beliefs in that area? Uh,
2: no, not really. Not no, really, no. No, yeah. no. So you've never really believed anything about God or? Yeah, the afterlife, I don't. I don't really believe in anything like the afterlife. I mean, when, you know, when we die, that's pretty much it, Yes, Sure,
3: yeah. sure. So, uh, I mean, would you at least recognize that, that something,
2: that there might be an absolute truth when you die? Um, I mean, who knows what that truth is, you know? I mean, what's true to you, that, uh, I'm guessing you're a Christian, what's true to you that, that works for you and what's... True to me works for me. I mean, everybody has different beliefs, but if it works for you, then, you know, more power to you. Sure. So, so you're
3: kind of saying relative truth. I mean, whatever's true to me, great. True to me.
2: I mean, I guess you can say that. I mean, yeah.
3: So basically what you're saying, I, I've heard this analogy before from Oprah Winfrey, actually, is that <laughs> God is on a mountain. And, and let's say you don't believe in God, but let's say wherever you're headed, afterlife or whatever, is the top of a mountain and we're living this life, and we're all on different paths. And maybe there's a Christian path, maybe there's a Hinduism path, path, Buddhism path, and it doesn't matter because they're all leading to the same place. They're all leading to an afterlife or to some form of God. I mean, would you identify a little bit with that re- analogy?
2: I mean, absolutely. That's the whole, every. that's the difficulty of, it, of religion in general is everyone says they have the true message, and rather people can just... Decide what works for them and, and choose that, I, mean, or, and if it's nothing, then, then that, you. Know? So. Uh, Deontay, I want to share with you uh, one quote
3: from Jesus. One saying Jesus said, and he said this, he said, "I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me." Now, I would venture to say that's probably why a lot of people uh, don't like Christians, because among all the religions, Christians are the most exclusive. They're the most hard headed and they think, okay, well, this is the way, it's the only way. Well, can you at least maybe see why?
2: Yeah, and I see that, and I'm guessing you're getting that from the Bible. And that's just another thing. It's like, the Bible, who, who, how do you know the Bible's real or, or things like that? Yeah. I mean,
3: and, and Deontay, I would say, you know, we could take the time to dig into that and to look at, sure, the, the proof of the Bible, and I believe it's God's word, that He spoke it, that He has sustained it, but in a sense, that's not really even the issue. The issue is is that there's a God who's infinitely wise, who's your creator, who has made you, and unless you have received Christ, you're not right with him. Now back to this analogy, Jesus said he's the only way. An extremely exclusive statement. He's saying Hinduism's wrong. He's saying uh, any other religion, Hinduism, Mormonism... Muslim, all these other religions are wrong in that he is the only way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. That is extremely
2: exclusive. Uh, yeah, Cut. <laughs> Sorry, I don't <laughs> want to. You got authority, time. Sarah. You got to cover this. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: sweet. What, what are you guys' thoughts? Um...
3: Where I was going to go is it's extremely exclusive, but it's also inclusive because he makes the offer to all. He's, he says, anyone who comes to me, anyone who believes yeah so you intelligently pick your battles when he started to pick the battle about the bible you turned it back to your original point and that's
0: a hard one to do but yeah that yeah
2: that's huge in advantage of the majority of the time like brian was saying 99 i would say i mean i'm giving you a number 99 percent of the time that is not people struggle is with the the Bible being the very words of God. The Bible has proven itself over the test of time. And like Matt, he just said something simple and like, you know, that's not an issue. There's a God and there's a creator and you've and you've turned from that God, you know, and really focusing on that and not going off into a tangent because that can be that can be uh, yeah, cumbersome. So.
4: That was good to know, because mm-hmm. I, like, last year had a conversation with a gal, and I kid you not, two and a half hours we were going over our human hermeneutics material. Yeah. And, like, i give her fact after fact, you know, look at the Dead Sea Scrolls, look at, but it wasn't going anywhere. Another verse... Like, I shouldn't have kept sure. going. Yeah, time, but,
3: yeah. So. I don't just want to throw a verse necessarily at someone who, you know, doesn't want to hear it, but another thing that I'll bring up is, is the, the fact of the matter is, is that it's appointed on the man to die once, then comes judgment. And that is also an absolute truth. You're going to die and you're going to be face-to-face with God. And a lot of times with postmodern mindsets, and maybe there's other ways to approach this, but I kind of just have to slap them a little bit uh, because they're they're just so apathetic. This is by far the most common that Andrew and I run into on campus is, oh, yeah, that's great for you, man. Even the guy I shared the gospel with, goes, man, you're good at this. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm glad it works for you. It's like, do they teach this in a school somewhere? <laughs> Where does this come
2: from? No one's not just good for me. You need to receive this. Um, yeah, other thoughts, observations? And here's, I mean, like what he said, here's one thing i really like to go on, is that, are we good? 23. Okay. There is a creator. Therefore, you're not governed by yourself. You don't rule your own life. There is an authority above you, and you have to answer to that authority. I mean, that's Hebrews 9, right? You have to answer to that authority. And once you get there, you can go, obviously a lot of places in there, uh, uh, go to the Word of God to explain some things, but people think that they are in control of their lives, and to make that a point of emphasis to them, that you're not in control of your life, there's an authority over over you, and He has set out truth, and you have to answer to that.
3: Notice I didn't use a ton of scripture, but I did use one very precise verse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thoughts, observations on that, Joel? One thing... Is especially you can tell like you're rushing it, like it's yeah. not like you're rushing, it, but you don't have a lot of time, yeah. So it's like that argument comes up. You use scripture, even though they're saying, yeah. I don't really buy that, like, but at the same time, you just hit him with it
1: anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is, exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> to make
3: that bold claim and to say, Okay, Jesus is exclusive, but I wanted to show them that Jesus is loving and, and open, also. Levi, well, one thing you did too, that was good. It's not like you were like, Oh, it says this in John. Fourteen, yeah. um, you said, hey, this is a saying of Jesus. This is something Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And so you're not... It is It is truth. It is truth. You're speaking truth. But it, sometimes they like they can totally dismiss, like, oh, once you say it's in the Bible, they're like, okay. Yeah. But he, I thought that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Ask yeah. 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 Hey, uh, ask Noah his dad's
1: testimony. And I'm going to give it in a short. If you know Noah, ask him. But his dad used to beat up this Christian guy in high school all the time before he was a Christian. And he... Uh, and t- after ten years, after high school or something like that, he called that guy and he said, "I can still remember the verses that you were quoting me, and that they never left my mind." So don't be afraid to use the Word of God and let it do what it does. Even if they power. don't, even if they don't believe in what it says, and you use a verse like that or you use some stuff, don't ever forget the power of God's Word.